0: Hey everybody, welcome to the newest episode of Arise with Amber. Thank you guys so much for for joining me, for coming back every week. I pray that you all had a blessed week, but I also know that we live in a fallen world and there are probably many of you who did not have a blessed week. You might have had a very rough week. You might have had frustrations at work or frustrations at home. You might be dealing with an illness or a sickness or sick children or you might be going through a heavy stage of grief. You might have just gotten some news. You might have just laid someone to rest that you love very dearly. So I just want to acknowledge that and say that I know that we have a lot of people that come to this space and some people are very joyful and are on the mountain per se and some people are in the valley. So I just want you to know that that's kind of what this is this arises for is that little bit of encouragement to give you throughout your week and to just walk with you and let you know that there are people here who are praying for you. Um, I actually wrote it down. I would like for you guys, if you are going through something, if you need prayer, I would love to pray for you. So whatever platform you're on, or if you want to shoot me an email, smith at gmail.com or comment down below your prayer request. And I would love to pray for you. I know the people that are watching or listening would also love to pray for you. So Welcome. I'm glad that I'm glad that you're here. I am in the book of Jeremiah right now in my Bible study. I do the McShane plan. You guys can Google that. It's M apostrophe C H E Y N E and it's just been my favorite Bible plan that I've done so far. It it's four books a day and you get to read through some parts of the Bible twice in a year. So I've just really loved this plan and I'm in the book of Jeremiah and I forgot how rich the book of Jeremiah is. And I love that when I, I read and then I reread scripture that new things pop out. The Holy Spirit reveals new things to me each time that I come and sit at the table with our Lord. And I get to know more and more about him. I get to go deeper in relationship with him and learn the overarching story of the Bible and learn about his people and and most of all just learn about him. So I want to make this arise simple today. I First of all, just want to ask you, how often do you read the Bible? Do you read the Bible at all? If so, how often do you find yourself in the Word? Comment below on any of the platforms or shoot me an email, shoot me a message over on Instagram at Amber Emily Smith and let me know. I would love to see where people are. Second question I want to ask you is if you read the Bible, why do you read the Bible? What, what things come to mind when I ask you that question as to why do you read the scriptures? Is it that you need encouragement? Like this arises, as I hope, I, I hope doing for you guys, giving you guys encouragement, pointing, pointing you to the hope that we have in Jesus. Or is it that you want to learn about history? You want to learn about the church? Is it that you have doubts and you want to learn more? Is it that you are hoping for some revelation about your life? Is it that you're hoping for guidance or wisdom? You know, why do you read the Bible? The purpose of reading our Bible is to know and to behold the glory of God, to know our Savior, to know Jesus Christ. And it's not just to get head knowledge of the historical events that happened or uh, learn, learn what we should or shouldn't do by his commandments. Those are all great things. We need to know those things. But the ultimate goal of opening up that book is to know and to treasure Christ. And I've come to know that in my studies, that everything flows from that. When you are in relationship with our Lord, when you are in your word, when you treasure Christ above everything else in your life, everything else tends to flow from that. So Jesus prayed for us to know him in John 17. He says, I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word God changes us when we read the scriptures and when we we come to him in faith and we know him and we want to know more about him. We want to go deeper into relationship with him. He changes our hearts. He transforms our lives. He sanctifies us by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we, we want to live obediently to his call. We want to live a life of gratitude for what he has done and what he has saved us from. And I just want to share some reasons, keeping it kind of simple. I just want to share some reasons why reading the Bible is so important in our walk with Christ and why reading the Bible is so important to me. I think sometimes we people think as Christians, well, I know the Lord, I know I know Jesus died for me and I go to church and I go I might go to youth group or something like that, but I don't I don't really need to read the Bible, right? Do people really read the Bible? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is vital to your walk. It is vital to knowing god so i just want to give you a few reasons i say a few there's like i don't know like 10 so i'm gonna give you just maybe eight to ten reasons why reading the bible is so important so number one god commands us to read his word it's it's not just something that he says you can you can do it if you want no it is a command we are commanded to read his word and jesus says in his word if you love me keep my commandments We can't know what his commandments are if we don't read his word. So it's a command. Number two, we get to know this God. We get to know this God who commands us to read and to obey his word. And it's a treasure. It's a treasure. You know, Granger spoke of, of Matthew 13, 44 and how it's a, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure in a field that a man found and covered up. And in his joy, he went and sold everything that he had and bought that field. And that's what it is. It's, you know, I read something the other day that like that likens reading the Bible to mining. It's like you're mining, and then you find these treasures in there that just reveal things to you by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I want to know the mysteries of God. I want to know the, this Jesus. I want to know the God who created all things. I want to know him. And the way that we can know him is by reading his word. So it says, uh. Know the mystery that is revealed in Christ. So we're studying in Colossians at church, and it says even though the mysteries have been revealed, so it says there's mysteries of God, but it's revealed in in Christ. So we know that the mystery revealed is Jesus, but it also says in Colossians 2, it says, "...for I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me face to face." that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ. And verse 3 says, In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So in Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I want to know those things. I want to know our Savior. So number three reasons to read the Bible, we are saved by his word saved by the power of the word of God. It's God's word that has the power to save. And Paul says in Romans 1:16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek. I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation. So the gospel, the power of, of God's word saves. Number four, scripture helps us to put on the armor of God. We, we we learn all about our Savior. We learn all about the Lord. We we can put on that full armor, as it talks about um, in Scripture. And this is power to overcome the evil one. We have we we have an enemy that is seeking to destroy our lives. And in Genesis, you know, Satan didn't tempt Adam and Eve to murder, or to steal, or to lie. Satan deceived them by making them question God, by making them doubt God. Did God really tell you that? And that's, that's, the, that's the power of the enemy, and that's his tactic that he uses, is, is he slips in little lies, little, little things to make us doubt and question the goodness of God. So when we're in the word, whenever we put on that armor, we can fight against the lies with truth. So we can fight against the enemy and his lies and his deceptions with the truth of the word of God. We can say it is written. Number five, we gain wisdom and understanding. So in this, we gain both head knowledge and heart knowledge when we come prayerfully to the scriptures. You know, I I try every time before I open up my word to, to pray, God, help me. Help me reveal. I just realized I didn't pray at the beginning of this. I'll pray at the end. You know, we come to the scriptures and, and I pray, Lord, some of, this, some of this is still a mystery to me. Reveal it to me. I want to know you. Open my eyes. Help me. Your word says, ask and you shall receive. I'm asking for wisdom. I'm asking for you to reveal things to me that I haven't seen. I want to know Jesus. So when we come prayerfully to the scriptures, the Lord reveals himself to us. He reveals himself to us. And it's, it's supernatural wisdom that is imparted to believers and it's only by the power of the holy spirit it's not imparted to everyone it's imparted to to his elect His chosen his people who come to him seeking and 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 humbly surrendering their surrendering their lives to christ saying god i'm a sinner i need you i want to i want to turn i want to know you reveal yourself to me i've been thinking a lot about second timothy um 2 and it says do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. So in order to rightly handle the word of truth, by do, in, in order to do these arises, I have to have wisdom and knowledge imparted to me by, by humbly seeking it and saying, God, reveal this to me. I want to seek you. I want to know you. So it's not just reading his word, it's studying his word. So where I came in the beginning of just wanting to know Jesus, I read his word, but now I want to study it. I want to hang on every word. I want to know what does this mean? What does this mean in this translation? So I'm learning and growing in wisdom and understanding. And that's, what, that's another main reason we need to read his word because it's an honor. It's an honor and a privilege to share the truth of the gospel and to share the good news of Jesus. But I want to handle his word rightly. And in order for me to do that, I need to read it and I need to understand it. So I need to study it. Number six, God sanctifies us in and through reading his word. So so Jesus says in John, I read John earlier, um, he says in verse 17, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. We're sanctified by the word of God. We read what his commandments are. And and we know that the word by reading it is is sharper than any two-edged sword. It convicts us. It, it, it makes us want to turn from sin. It, it, it gives us the wisdom and the knowledge to keep us on the right path. And Psalm 119 9 says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. So how can we remain pure? We guard ourselves by his word. We guard ourselves according to his word. And by living according to your word, it says in verse 10, I seek you with all my heart. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. We know we live in a fallen world. Our, our, our sin is fleshly. And, and we want the 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 sinful, evil desires of the eyes, the, the, the flesh. You know, we want all of those things. And it says... I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. In order to hide his word in our heart, we have to know it. We have to read it so that we cannot sin against our holy God. Number seven, reading God's word brings peace, hope, and joy. There was a study that said that people who read the Bible four times a week are less likely to engage in gambling, pornography, getting drunk, having sex outside of marriage and other, you know, many other sinful sinful desires. So reading your Bible four times a week, there's a percentage of these things that go down. It says loneliness goes went down 30%, anger went down 32%, bitterness went down 40%, alcoholism went down 47%, S- say feeling of a feeling of being spiritually stagnant went down 60%. Watching porn went down 61%. I don't know if all of those numbers are exactly correct today, but it was a study that was done. So all that to say, reading your Bible, it helps you in your spiritual. Reading the Bible is life. It gives you life. It gives you our God, who is the sustainer of life, who leads you on the right path. When we're in the Word of God, when we're, when we're studying and when we're, living a life of gratitude getting to know him those feelings tend to go down it's not perfect we still have i've i've had a very frustrating week because you know i've had lack of sleep and lack of proper nutrition and i haven't been working out but i'm in my word and so while i still have some frustration you know i lose my patience sometimes if i wasn't in my word that would be much higher so all of those things, it helps to read your word, open up your Bible, open up your Bible and ask for the Lord to reveal himself to you. It's when we engage in those sins that I spoke of, you know, getting drunk, gambling, pornography, having sex outside of marriage. It's when we engage in those sins that are our, our peace and our joy. While we might feel immediate, you know, satisfaction in the moment, our, our, our soul peace and our soul joy that's inside of us is taken away. We don't live in lasting joy and peace when we're walking in those sins. It's just not possible. Most people, you know, in that moment, they're satisfied and then later they feel empty. So when we're walking faithfully, not perfectly, we're not perfect, but when we're walking faithfully and sincerely with God, we want to push those sins away. We want to, we grieve those sins and we want to put those sins to death and in that, comes walking in the fullness of god and when we're walking in the fullness of god he himself is our peace he himself is our joy he himself is our hope that comes from the inside out that we're not seeking the things of this world to fulfill only what he can so our main source of peace our main source of hope our main source of joy comes from what jesus did for us on the cross which is the gospel laying down his life for sinners like us for those who repent and believe in him that He lived, he died, he was buried and resurrected on the third day. And in his kindness and love, satisfied the wrath of God that we deserve by laying down his life for us. But he lives. And so now, you know, for those who repent and believe in him, we get the the hope, we get the joy, we get the peace of knowing that this is not our only home, that we're just passing through, that even in our afflictions, even in our pain, for the joy that is set before us, we can endure. So that's what God gives. That's what his word gives. It gives us true internal peace, hope, and joy that flow from the inside out, not the external things of this world. Reading the scriptures helps us from being led astray. There is a lot of teaching of the Bible all over the place, all over churches, all over um, conferences, all over everywhere. you know. And I always tell you guys, you have to test, test the scriptures for even things that I say. Because I'm still learning and I'm still growing in my faith. And while I want to rightly handle the word of God, there might be things that aren't perfect, you know? And so you have to you have to test those against the scriptures. You can't know if you're being led astray if you're not in your word. You can't know if what somebody is teaching or preaching to you is correct if you're not in the word of God. So how can we know if someone else is teaching a false word if you've never opened up your Bible? If you've never opened it, you won't know. Reading the scriptures helps us, teaches us how we can love others. It teaches us how we can forgive our neighbor. It teaches us how to have brotherly affection. It teaches us how to live, how to live in this fallen world, this side of heaven. The Bible says in 2 Timothy that all scripture is breathed out by God. It is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. That the man of God... May be made complete, equipped for every good work. In some versions, I think say lacking in nothing. The Bible is for us. It's not just a set of rules for us to follow. It's not just to, just to keep us enslaved to you know, a life that, that is not fun and I'll have us all these laws and rules. No, it's meant to give us life. It's meant to give us freedom, because our Lord created us. He knit us together. He knows what we need. The Word of God is freedom. I receive a Bible verse every day at 1103, and as I was, as I was writing this, um, I, I get that verse at 1103 because that is the last time that River took, a, he took his final breath here on earth um, when we donated his organs, so I like to get a little, a little word of scripture at 1103, and today, the one that I received was from 2 Peter 1, and it starts at verse 3, and it goes verse 3 to 10, so it's kind of long, but... I was just in the middle of writing this as to why we read the Bible and I just, I I wanted to share this with you. It says, his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. So we gain the knowledge by knowing him, by spending time in his presence, we spend time in his word. Verse, Verse four says, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises. So we can't know his promises if we don't read our bible he has granted to us these very precious and great promises so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire so we we need to escape the corruption that's in the world for this very reason for this very reason for all of that make every effort to supplement your faith so yes we are saved by grace through faith in jesus alone it's nothing that we could do it's it's not our works but it says supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge and knowledge with self-control so we want to supplement our faith with knowledge we want to grow in knowledge and wisdom of our lord with self-control and self-control with steadfastness the bible teaches us how to stay steadfast and steadfastness with godliness the bible teaches us godliness and godliness with brotherly affection. Brotherly affection, the Bible teaches us how to love one another with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and they are increasing, we don't just gain them and stay the same, we want them to be increasing. They keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins, Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent, we must be diligent, to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in this way, there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So the word of God, our Bible, it saves, it heals, it teaches, it guides, it brings us hope. It brings us joy. It brings us peace. But most of all, it brings us in relationship with God. It reveals the treasures that are in Jesus. And that is the main reason why I want to be in my word every single day. It's to know and behold God. I want to know him. I want to walk with him. And so I'm able to do that by opening up his, his God-breathed scriptures, his revelations to us. So those are just a few of the many reasons why I like to read the Bible. I would love to hear your reasons. So comment below on any of the platforms. Send me an email. Send me a message. And I would love to pray for you guys as we close out. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word that saves. God, thank you for your son. Thank you for leading us onto the narrow path. Lord, draw us to you. Help us. Ignite a fire in us to desire you, and not only just to ignite for a small time, but to to be set ablaze, God, so that we can go into all the world, so that not only can we know you, but that we can share your goodness and your good news with all those around us, God. We're so grateful to even be able to study your word. We live in a place, most of us live in a place where we can study, we can gather, we can speak of our love for you and our devotion to you, God. So call us. Call those people who are far from you. Draw us to repentance and faith. Lord, make us grow our faith. Help us to desire you over everything else, God. Help us to put away all the distractions so that we can truly and fully know you, so that we can walk in your fullness of joy. Because in your presence is joy and pleasures forevermore, God. And so we're just coming to you humbly, Lord. Reveal yourself to us in a mighty way. Change our hearts. Transform us for your glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. You are chosen. I will see you next time. Have a wonderful week.